successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining me today as always on 980 AM KMBZ and on podcasts. If you're listening via podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio as well as that grillnationshow.com uh, appreciate you uh, reviewing our podcast pages our iTunes pages if you like the show please give it five stars and send us a review so we can get higher ranked on the iTunes page so more people can listen to the Grill Nation show I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill without them we would not have a show uh, Trust MoBank BOK Financial and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink are the title sponsors of the Grill Nation show, as well as our on-air contributors and guest hosts who come with come in once in a while and uh, bring us some really good guests. They are the Rieger, Jay Rieger & Co., uh, Ryan Maybe, guest host and on-air contributor, great brand, growing brand here in Kansas City, One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios, and Clifton Alexander, great company in the crossroads of Kansas City. On today's show, we are going to start off with Eric Willey, from, uh, actually from one of our sponsors, One Light Luxury Apartments. He's the concierge and puts together amazing uh, programs and events at One Light and is connected to most people here in Kansas City. But I'd love to have uh, Eric come on uh, every once in a while to the show to talk about what's going on, some of the events he's planning, some really cool things you can do here in Kansas City, and also talk about uh, downtown Kansas City and its growth and what's happening in the urban core these days. After Eric, we will have on the show Dustin Sollers, who's the professional studies facilitator at Park Hill School District. Uh, Dustin and I met many years ago when I was a state legislator. He was the boys soccer coach at Park Hill High School and uh, is also an entrepreneur. He now is running the par- professional studies program at Park Hill School District and working on uh, teaching students and connecting students to uh, folks in the industries they want to be into, as well as uh, talking about different topics uh, about the workforce and entering the workforce. And I had the opportunity to speak at Park Hill School District a few weeks ago uh, to Dustin's uh, class of gentlemen, and it was a really good opportunity and a really good time. And it's really neat things that they're doing up there at Park Hill School District and, uh, and their innovation and professional studies programs as well as an entrepreneurship and connecting students to uh, professionals throughout the Kansas City area. So it was delightful to talk to him and uh, speak to his group. And uh, we're going to have him on the show to learn more about everything going on up there and uh, with this program. It's really exciting stuff, and the students, I think, are getting a lot out of it. And uh, looking forward to having Dustin Sollers on the show in segments three and four today. As always, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Appreciate you guys reaching out about potential guests as well as commenting on uh, some of the guests we've had on the show, and I appreciate you joining us each and every week. So let's get started here on the show today with Eric Willie from One Light Luxury Apartments as well as the concierge and the man about town. Uh, give him a follow on social media. Eric, what are those social media handles? 
that you uh, that you on put Twitter. Some, it's just Eric Willie. Twitter. It's Eric Willie, and you're also on Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, yep, as Eric Willie. As Eric Willie. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, you serve steak and lobster, but eat cheese and crackers, according to your Twitter profile. Yeah, that was actually uh, uh, something I came up with, uh, a long time ago when I was working uh, at Five Star Lifestyles in the National Golf Club, and uh, you know, it's it's something when you're behind the scenes and and serving the people um, steak and lobster and. You're back in the kitchen uh, eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> You've worked throughout Kansas City, obviously mentioned uh, the National, but also at uh, different golf courses as well as at Blue Stem and Cleveland Cork and now at One Light. Uh, what's the experience been like for you? Because we've both now uh, lived there for a couple years. Talk to me about uh, how it's been working and living and, and being in that area. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been really fun. You know, the, the, the growth of downtown has been amazing and kind of, to be there at the forefront um, of this uh, experience of the expansion of, of downtown and to be able to create a, a lifestyle um, within the One Light and our, our community uh, that not only um, helps to build to grow uh, downtown, but, you know, there's a lot of we have a lot of people are moving in from downtown, uh, from from out of town, things like that, whatever, and getting them uh, exposure to the different cool places uh, that they have, you know, within their fingertips there downtown. Mm-hmm. And um, our building's pretty full, right? One light? 100%. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I keep seeing new people moving in and out, and, I, you know, it's funny. And uh, there's a lot of dogs in the building. Yeah, there a lot is. Of pets. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think. You know, a lot of people have a misconception, uh, you know, about downtown and, and living, you know. But uh, with a lot of people coming from out of town, you know, uh, especially from other larger, larger cities, it's just something that, they uh they're accustomed they're to, to and, right yeah there's more dog parks going up and yeah and uh you know i think with one light and our, our our rooftop green space you know considering um living downtown i think it's it's a good accommodation and mm-hmm. uh it really is a, a building that um is dog friendly and uh, very dog friendly yeah you even have dog treats that's why my dogs gained three pounds yeah uh, took them to the vet, and they're like, "You got to stop giving them milk bones every time you take <laughs> right. them out." Yeah. Um. So that's full, and then uh, two light is opening next year, correct? Yeah. So we'll move in the first residence it's going up pretty June, quick, June first. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Jay Dunn's doing a great job keeping it on schedule, and uh, we still anticipate to move people in by June first. Uh, we're about twenty percent lease now, and uh, you know, we're really hitting the the marketing. The question now is: and, Is do uh, do I stay in one light? Buy a house or move to two light. So I, I really like where I am now. Well, B is not a part of that equation. <laughs> <laughs> it should never be. So so uh, so no, I really like I like the one light. I'm curious to see um, how everything changes. I guess when two light opens because one light is full. Yeah, you know, and then two light will be building. You guys have plans for future buildings, I'm assuming, and so those will be announced. And you know, but two light is a little different. It's a little the units look a little bigger. Um, yeah, so these are different over there. I should start as, as a one light resident. Um, you shouldn't see anything different from us opening up uh, a second building. You know, the amenities, the service, the programs, everything uh, will be the same. Uh, you know, from differences from one light to two light. Yeah, two light, the, the apartment's a little bit larger. Uh, with one light, you know, I think you've probably become accustomed to uh, walking, you know, through the garage to either the gym or to Costantino's grocery shop. And yeah. the convenience of that, you know, is unmatched, uh, as well as having uh, one life in the in the building there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the size. Although of the, I see you at the uh, the one light gym. I don't make it over to the one life. 
yeah, just as much. So I just work out in the gym in the building. Yeah, you know, I mean, the gym in the building has you know all the Smaller. little essentials, you know, and and if you don't want to go fight the crowds or you're just more comfortable in using the one night gym, mm-hmm. um, it's a great little amenity to have. Mm-hmm. So we'll stay the same. We'll have all the amenities, and then Tulai will probably offer even more. I yeah, that's uh, minus, you know, minus the closest to the grocery store, but you know, it just depends. Like there too. Yeah, you know the uh, the pool and the outdoor spaces are, are really nice at, at Tulai. Uh, and again, you know, the things that, that one night has to offer, uh, won't change as far as concierge and amenity programs. And, um, you know, we just continue to add to our team and to grow and to, um, to build ways to, um, create the experience of living, living downtown. Mm-hmm. The one light KC is at one com, and two light is at two com, And the photos, uh, look pretty amazing at two light. And now that I'm just searching them right now, I haven't actually looked at them in quite a while, but, uh, yeah, those those amenities and those spaces are going to be pretty awesome. I'm looking at the the this thing too. The spa looks pretty legit. Yeah, so the indoor spa there is going to be going to be really nice. I actually um, took a tour, a little tour of it. Uh, the indoor pool there um, is getting finished right now, and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really sleek. Um, the so much space, stuff, man. Yeah, the amenity spaces are going are going to be um, pretty amazing there. We're talking to Eric Willie, concierge at One Light Luxury Apartments, and we've been talking about One Light and Two Light. I want to get into some of the programs and some of the events that you're working on at, coming up here in Kansas City and some that we've just gone through. You're listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining me. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill, 980 AM KMBZ. And appreciate you joining me as well on iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well as at GrillNationShow.com. And uh, very excited to have you listening today. Appreciate you joining us. We're in show number 130-something now uh, since we rebranded, which is crazy to me, from Entrepreneur KC to the Grill Nation show. One of my guests early on in that uh, boy, uh, that uh, journey was Eric Willie, who's with me again today. One Light Luxury Apartments, great supporter of the Grill Nation show. Eric is the concierge and knows pretty much everything going on here in Kansas City. Eric, you are tasked with figuring out new and exciting events to put on at One Light uh, and in the community. Uh, one of which we we talked about last year, uh, but let's reinforce it. One of the greatest perks of living at One Light is the is the uh, affiliation with uh, the Deuce. Yeah. And and what happens there? We recently just had our our second annual golf tournament this last weekend. Uh, tell us about that. And and, and there's going to be a trophy. I I've, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, again, living uh, downtown and in, in the urban core, you know, there's think- nowhere. There's 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 more green space coming. Hopefully, with some of these projects that people are working on with over the highway type parks and. Yep. You know, I've, seen, I've seen rendering. Yeah, yeah, I, hope, I hope it happens. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be alive when that ta- that that finalizes itself. But yeah. um, it could be down the road. But you find that, like you said, like when you're in the urban core, sometimes you do want to get out and yeah. So you know, some so you know, what I've seen is valuable is that you know people living in urban core still value kind of the suburban qualities. And um, so one of the first was to uh, the foundation was to create a a, a golf membership offer to one night residents and. The National and the Deuce have been really good with us and working with us and creating. It's in Parkville, just about 15 minutes from downtown. Yeah, it's it's actually the, the closest private or public course. Um, you know, so the the value is that you know it's it's a good rate on membership. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a long term term commitment. You know, people are coming and going, 
and uh, you know it, it builds a community. So you get to learn, you know, you get to meet a lot of new guys that you have in the building. You get to share something that's in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we I try to put on events. You know, like we do a uh, a potted plant class where uh, we have our horticulturists come and we'll teach you. You know, based on your uh, the the views of your apartment, whether you have a balcony, you know, things that you can grow, whether it's it's flowers or herbs or vegetables and things like that. We'll we'll, we'll buy all the all the materials and you bring your, your, uh, potted plant down and, um, and we'll, uh, we'll try to, to, to build more, uh, green. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And I, I think that the, the, the membership thing has been a, a big ad, added value for me at least. Yeah. Um, I've played a lot more golf than I ever have and, uh, get out there and meet new people. And, uh, you know, uh, there's also the woodside reciprocity that goes into that, which is really cool. That is really good. Uh, if you're on the plaza and yeah. So the you, you know the tournament is something I want to do every every year you know just mm-hmm. uh, build some competitiveness. It seems to be growing, yeah, yeah, uh, in the building and uh, you know we do have a, a trophy which um, Jason Grohl will be on the 2016 uh, winners. <laughs> <laughs> well, not me and, personally, my teammates were. And you were got holding. closest to the pen that year. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Luckily, uh, it was pitch dark outside when that happened. Yeah, uh, which was awesome. Yeah. So you know, and going forward, each each building, one light and two light, will have its own tournament, and then. Uh, the idea is to take uh, top flight winners from each tournament and then have uh, a nice little battle between each building. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, for future developments as well. Um, I just so. am excited to uh, drink a beer out of, the, of a trophy. I've never done that before. Yeah. I don't believe. So well, we'll definitely document <laughs> We'll definitely document that on social media. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, Eric Willie is our guest. Okay. So you always create new and exciting things. One thing that you do is uh, kayaking on the Missouri River. Yeah, we actually I, I never up. knew you could do that. Yeah, so you, know, you set that up. And a lot of things that you know that that we 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 try to do is expose residents to things that they probably don't know exist in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one being kayaking on the Missouri River. Uh, a lot of people uh, think it's crazy, you know, but uh, it's actually it's a lot of fun. We do the nice uh, little five miler, uh, followed by a happy hour and, and things like that. Um, but really it's, you know, it's exposed residents to things, uh, that they typically wouldn't know, uh, exist in Kansas City, you know, constantly posting if it's, uh, you know, top hikes in Kansas City and, and things that, that'll just make them aware of, of what's going on around them. So they are, you know, just exposed to things more than just downtown and in their apartment, but things that are close to downtown and things that they can experience. I'm excited to try that out. Hopefully that one will take place here soon. Um, what are some of the other things? Concerts obviously have concerts going on. Yeah, so there, I mean, there's concerts all the time. Obviously, um, you know, with uh, the Kansas Power and Light District, um, you know, we have access to those tickets. Um, we all raffle off tickets to Sprint Center events and things like that. Um, you know, I love fall, and there's a lot of fun stuff coming up um, with our events. We have a lot of outings. We just recently did a Sporting Kansas City outing, and you know, we always just try to take it one one step. One step up, you know. So not only do we um, take residents out to the game, but we got them a field tour mm. and just kind of added adding to the value. Um, next Monday night football game against the Redskins on the second. We have um, two. So, bu- so you're doing that too? Yeah. So we have two buses going out to the Redskins game. Um, Sixty residents, and it's just a blast. You know, residents. You know, they get to take in a game. Um, you know, they don't have to worry about the travel, and they get to meet all new residents mm-hmm. and. You know, even though we're, we're full, you know, there, there is constant change and there's constantly people coming in, into the building, you know, and so, um, building that community is something that, that's, that's ongoing, uh, each and every month. Mm-hmm. And you gotta keep, keep driving it, man. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed too is that you've done a lot of events with businesses. 
Yeah. You did a, you know, talking about uh, clothing. Uh, you did something with Eula, I think. Or yeah, with Eula. You know, I saw Joy, Joy the other night at a at an art fair event. Um, you know, just bringing new things to residents. A lot of these people that live in One Light uh, are from other places. Yeah. And maybe they don't know as much about Kansas City yet, and you kind of connect them to business owners. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's whether it's ongoing, um, you know, with just um, talking to the residents, posting on our, our Facebook page. Um, and, you know, the best part of the, the best way to get in front of the residents, you know, is to, to do events with those businesses and to give them that exposure and, and business. And it's something that we, we seek actively is to, uh, you know, if there's a new store opening, restaurants, things like that, you know, we reach out to them and, see how we can partner with them and mm-hmm. um, get them business and exposure, expose their brands to the residents. What has been your favorite event you've planned so far in the last few years since you've been doing this job? Uh, really, you know, the, uh, the fall festival was, was probably, you know, the golf tournament followed by the, the fall festival mm-hmm. um, is probably the best. You know, the, fa- the fall festival is probably one of our biggest events, something that we continue to grow and, and expand. Um, you know, we have a lot of space in that, that green space, but, Last year we had a band and we put a petting zoo on top of the roof. Um, you know, we had a local pig smoked a whole pig. Uh, this year we actually have Anton. He's going to, um, roast a whole cow for us. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that's going to be, uh, a when great, is that event? a great experience. That's on the, uh, 22nd of October. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, some other things that I really enjoy doing is our chef demos. You know, we, uh, partner with local, uh, chefs and businesses, you know, and have them, them come in. Travis Napier from the Bristol just came in and did an amazing demonstration with fish. It was summertime, so that fish was appropriate. Uh, one of my, you know, like our, our wine events are fun, but uh, every now and then I get to flex the the Psalm, uh, sommelier knowledge, you know. <laughs> and upcoming this week, we actually have a, a cheese and wine pairing. Uh, and it's something, you know, I visited Costantino's and they have a great cheese selection. And, you know, what I wanted to do was just expose residents. You know, maybe they don't have the knowledge of, of the cheese down there so show residents the um you know give them the knowledge of pairing wine and cheese so now jason is going to a, a party you know pop down to costantino's and like mm-hmm. i remember this great cheese and wine pairing that i had <laughs> you go down yeah. and you grab it you know and you go to the party and you you have your two or three little takeaways from from the education class and mm-hmm. uh now you look like the rock star at the party it's awesome yeah. yeah you guys do a lot of cool events eric willie is with us from one light luxury apartments also concierge um there as well so eric uh, i'd like to have you talk about some cool things happening in kansas city maybe outside the building uh give us some of your up your your tips or your favorites uh on uh cool places popping up yeah you know the the crossroads it just seems like every time we turn around there's so many um cool places opening up you know the the st louis transplants um down the crossroads um are the most recent that i really enjoy itap if you've been to the ITAP house, I, yeah, yeah, and, it's uh, cool. Mission Joint Taco, you know, they kind of collaborated and took over that building. Uh, something more upscale. East Crossroads is growing, man. And it, I talked to Bo uh, at Thalmaeus, and he was he was telling me that most of those buildings have been bought, and it's a matter of now just if they can get a liquor license or not. If they can't, um, doing some sort of food trucks down there. I mean, inside a building. I mean, yeah. there's all these cool concepts, and that place is blown up. It really is. Yeah, it's um, good to see. Corvino Club is one of my, my favorites. Um, had him on the show. I have not been there yet. Yeah, it's amazing. I haven't, uh, you know, I, I, I love to just go to the bar and, and get snacks and drinks and listen to live music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously um there's uh there's some new cocktail bars um uh, you know the uh, uh swordfish is it's amazing you know, i've heard of, about that place i've not yeah. been there either yet yeah it's kind of you know back door ring the doorbell and <laughs> things like that <laughs> so it's cool though yeah it's very cool yeah very good is it uh, is drinks. that is that like ryan maybe's place or do you just you can just go there's uh, no reservations there or? Uh, there's there's no reservations actually you know it's just you come to the back door and they have a sign that it's full or it's not full and if it's not full you ring the doorbell um, it's full then you can take your chances Good and come back later though. yeah yeah great cocktails uh, so yeah if you have a if you have a, a person that's a cocktail person what would you recommend you that's a good spot. Yeah, uh, you know, SOT is a great spot. Manifesto, obviously, uh, the Rieger. There's just so many great places. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of them are in the crossroads. It looks like. Yeah, and the River Market's growing too. It is. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of great places coming down the River Market. That's great. I just hope that all of these. Uh, I hope that we'll continue to build more and allow more to open. You know, yeah, the, and the I liquor think, license is always tough. You know, and you know, the momentum really of of getting the residential, you know, is really allowing. You know, young entrepreneurs uh, take that that risk. You know, whether it's it's downtown, crossroads, river market, where as before, you know, there there really wasn't a lot of action. Uh, maybe national um, or regional concepts. You know, now it's a lot of local concepts because they they see the the movement with the residential and you know, so it's kind of the the chicken and the egg thing. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's finally it's all coming to get together. You know, uh, the streetcar obviously has a lot to play with that, mm-hmm. and um, the connectivity of river market to the crossroads. Definitely helps. Eric Willie has been my guest on the show. One Light Luxury Apartments Concierge. Check it out at onelightkc.com or the new building going up that's going to be finished next year, twolightkc.com. Appreciate you coming on the show, Eric, and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, Jay, girl. Good to see you again, buddy. <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> we'll be right back on Grill Nation. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. And welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks again for joining us today on 980 AM KMBZ as well as on iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio via podcast and on GrillNationShow.com. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the show so far today. I want to quickly thank our partners and supporters again, as I did at the top of the show. I want to reemphasize all of the help they do each and every month to put the show on the air and also send us great guests. Uh, title sponsors of the show are Trusts. Mo Bank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Contributors to Grill Nation uh, are the Rieger and Jay Rieger and Co. with Ryan Maybe, guest co-host and on-air contributor. One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander, who's a guest co-host and on-air contributor. We'll hear from him again sometime very soon. Our next guest is a gentleman. I uh, We have a lot of mutual connects, uh, I think. I'm looking at your Facebook right now. There's about 30 on there. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dustin Solers is the professional studies facilitator at Park at the Park Hill School District. I had the opportunity recently to go up to uh, Park Hill, uh, not actually the high school, but uh, the new the new area there, the business the, campus. Yes, the lead innovation studio. the lead innovation studio. Uh, recently, and give a speech to juniors and seniors about uh, a professional studies class about uh, preparing for an interview dress, how to dress appropriately. I think that was a play on the sock company that you kind of connected the dots on that but we'll yeah. get into that in a second um dustin tell us about yourself a little bit and then we'll kind of get into how we met sure so um i am a teacher at the or in the park hill school district i was at park hill high school for uh 16 years as an english teacher mm-hmm. and uh a few years ago decided with some buddies to 
uh, tried to be a millionaire and we wanted to open up a business and, uh, and make some money. And there you go. So that's the entrepreneur aspect of you. That's how we get there. And, uh, yeah. And, um, so I opened up a business for a while and a little bit down the road, a couple years ago, an opportunity presented itself. Uh, Park Hill started teaching a class in entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and I wanted to teach that class in entrepreneurship, but, uh, didn't have what it took because I was an English teacher. Uh, and, uh, but it connected me with some people in our professional studies department and that eventually led to this. And now I am, uh, helping prepare high school juniors and seniors to get out and we haven't heard, we haven't ever had an English teacher go on entrepreneur on the show. You don't see those very often. Yeah. We're a rare breed. (laughs) 16 years at Park Hill. So now you went to Park Hill, right? No, no, I'm from St. Joseph. That's right. From St. Joseph. Um, Truman State grad. Truman State grad. Uh, we had a lot of mutual friends that were in the same fraternity as you. Oh. I believe. Yeah. We, we, we can talk about that off air, but <laughs> it's I'm, probably sure guys, safe. I'm sure you guys had some fun. Um, so what was that like, uh, trans- transition from uh, becoming an English teacher, working as an English teacher for 16 years to uh, starting your own company? Yeah. Well, I, the interesting part was that I did it concurrently. So I continued teaching English while I was trying to get this uh, CrossFit gym going. So uh, a buddy of mine, also from Truman, also a fraternity brother, uh, had an idea to open a CrossFit gym, and he started doing some free classes around uh, around uh, the Northland. And I jumped in on it immediately. And after uh, class two or three, I said, "Hey, whatever it is you need and help in doing this, I don't have any money, but I would love to be a part of this." And uh, so we started talking about opening up a gym together, mm-hmm. uh, and we eventually did. But uh, it got to be kind of a stretch just to teach all day. And at the same time I was coaching, uh, boys soccer. And so I would teach and coach and then go to the gym and do gym stuff. Or I would teach, uh, at the gym at five thirty in the morning and then go to school all day and then maybe a game that night and then back at the gym. And so, uh, it was, it was really fun. It gave me an opportunity to, uh, English, at least at the level that I was teaching, it was all about, um, understanding your audience and understanding how to appeal to people and how to, uh, how to, how to change people's minds a little bit, how to be persuasive. And, uh, starting a business is not unlike that, mm-hmm. uh, right? We're trying to figure out how to win new customers. We're trying to figure out how to convince people that what we're doing is important. Um, and so there were a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of crossover there in those two arenas, which I feel like made it, uh, doable. Now I knew absolutely nothing about, uh, business or finance <laughs> or any of those things that probably sustain a business, but I had partners that knew that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you kind of entered an industry that was uh, growing fairly quickly, probably. It was, at the time. yeah, really quickly. Uh, there's a lot of ago. rules and regulations with that, too. So yeah, yeah. it's not an easy business to start when you have people lifting 300, 400 pound <laughs> weights over their head and probably yeah. some liability issues there. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> we were we were pretty safe about it, so... So cool. We so, so you did that. And then I, when I was a state legislator, we connected as well. We did. Yeah. So Tell us about that. yeah, I was, uh, I was like, cause I, cause I remembered it when you, when you told me the story, I'm like, yep, there it was. Yeah, man. Uh, so I was the boys, uh, high school soccer coach and for, man, I'm going to, I used to remember all of it, but, uh, maybe like 15 years in a row, I think Rockhurst was always the high school that came from the Kansas city side of everything to go to the, the final four for uh, boys soccer. And one year we finally broke through that and we got past them and uh, it was 2009. And at the time you had sent me, I think, a Facebook message that said, congratulations to the Trojans of Park Hill High School. Uh, you know, good, good luck in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, was, I thought it was a handwritten letter. I, yeah. thought it was that, I thought it was better than that. It was, it was a message. We can say it's a handwritten letter. Yeah. Uh, we, can, we can edit this. <laughs> did that, they uh, play that in St. Louis or did they play it in Kansas City? They did. They played it in St. Louis. Okay. Uh, they play in Kansas City now uh, a little bit. They, they go back and forth. But, um, but yeah, this one, was in, uh, this one was in St. Louis and it was our, our first chance. And uh, I was 
enamored, obviously, uh, because somebody, uh, state representative, never, cared about high school soccer. Right. Never heard about uh politician liking soccer, reaching out or whatever. Never. Yeah. They and I was they don't uh, usually do that. They should. Not a lot. Not yeah. a lot. But it was uh, but it was fun. And then I think, uh, yeah, then we connected and then, uh, you know, you opened up a sock company and I started wearing them. And so the rest is history. You're wearing them today. I, I noticed am. that. That looks good. It was thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> Very thoughtful. Uh, Dustin Solage is our guest, uh, professional studies facilitator at Park Hill School District. We've had a lot of um, a lot of education folks on the show recently. I don't, it's, yeah. it's not by intention. It just kind of happened. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. Yeah. Um, talk to us about uh, Park Hill High School because you have the you mentioned the innovation uh, lead innovation studio. What is that? So uh, the lead innovation studio is a center for high school students. And uh, it was originally born out of an idea to kind of alleviate some uh, some crowding that we're experiencing in both high schools. Uh, but at the same time... A lot of to, growth going on. A lot of, especially in the Northland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but we are... Uh, particularly, it's, it's a new look at how to uh, face education in kind of this changing landscape. So uh, if you think back to uh, kind of education uh, and, and what it's been for a long time, it's a lot of uh, a lot of lecture, a lot of uh, kids sitting quietly and listening and, and following, you know, some uh, genius up front. Um, and now we're getting more into this. This lead innovation studio is more project and problem based learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it leans a lot on mentorship and kind of helping kids uh, get paired with adults that uh, care more about them in uh, in kind of an academic sense and can help them kind of navigate some of these these hard things. But it's uh, it's a lot more authentic uh, in terms of the learning experiences that it's trying to provide. Um, a lot more community based and so right now this is a center with about 150 freshman kids from both park hill and park hill south and uh, next year they'll open it up to another 150 kids and uh, and they'll kind of keep going and their plans currently to build an actual building uh, i think no sooner than 2020 uh, which would be like the fourth year of their uh, their existence so they start this program when they're um, a junior and a senior uh, the lead innovation studio is just freshmen and, just uh, freshmen. and, and they'll be freshmen, sophomores next year and freshmen, sophomores, juniors third. Uh, mine is a, the professional studies program. We'll get to that in a second. Now, gotcha. is that, now is this lead studio? Now that is, uh, where we were the other day. That is where we were. Okay. So yeah. t- talk to us about that because I think that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I figured I was going to Park Hill, um, high school the day yeah. that I drove up there and we'll get into that in a second. I actually drove to just south of the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, off Ambassador, over by uh, Embassy Suites. Yep. Tiffany Greens is up there. Yeah, uh, big office tower. Mm-hmm. That's where this is. Yeah. So, so uh, I walked in there like, am I at the right place? Yeah, I totally did. So, uh, well, I'm glad. I thought I was hoping we had somebody to meet you at the elevator, but I uh, you did, you did. But man, but I'm yeah. just saying when I'm driving <laughs> in the parking lot, like, what sure. am I doing here? Sure. Yeah. Um. So we are, uh, like we said, we're going to build that lead innovation studio in, uh, in about three years. So now they are leasing some business space. And the professional studies uh, department, uh, we currently lease two floors in that office building at 10150 North Ambassador. And the sixth floor, the top floor of the building, is those 150 freshmen who are going through that problem and project-based uh, learning experience. And the fifth floor uh, is where I and a couple other colleagues were uh, running the professional studies class. Mm-hmm. And so those are juniors and seniors that would leave Park Hill and Park Hill South and come to us. Uh, I think that, first that time. in itself is pretty innovative. Kids leaving the school? Yeah. Well, I never got to do that in high school. Or I just in a school, business though. complex. Yeah. 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 Just, just having classes in a, in a, uh, a business complex, you know, typically you don't have an internship, I guess. At least I didn't until, you know, junior year of high school, maybe yeah. senior year, uh, where you're working in a business setting, I guess, if you have mm-hmm. like a professional type of, 
want to do something in, in a professional world, like for instance, work at a bank, you work at a office, you, you know, sure. whatnot, and you, you never really experienced that. And yeah. you guys actually are doing that. Well, and that's, that, I think that's part of the goal too. Uh, the professional studies department hopes to, so we spend about a month at the beginning of the year teaching these kids just a bunch of soft skills and teaching them how to be professional in a, uh, in a professional setting because, uh, you know, high school kids don't have that skill typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we spend, uh, we got a pretty rigorous curriculum for that four weeks that goes over things like business ethics, uh, how to, how to think innovatively, how to look at this entrepreneurial mindset, how to work with groups and how to get through kind of this stuff all the way down to, you know, eye contact and handshakes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, how to dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, we send them out. So we have partnered them with someone who says, I think I want to be an accountant. And we go out and find a business partner that not only is an accountant, but is willing to take the time to kind of serve as a mentor for this young student. And, uh, and we send them out there and they're there for the rest of the semester. And then once a week, they come back to us. So four days a week, they're, they spend a couple hours a day in this accounting firm or where, wherever. And then the rest of the time, they come back and meet with us and uh, let us know how the experience is going. We continue to maintain this curriculum. We're doing a book study as we go through there that talks about those kinds of things too and what's happening in their in their business. So that's very a lot of fun opportunity. Yeah, a lot of lot of stuff going on. Let's break it down in the next segment a little bit more and talk sure. about the. You mentioned a lot of different things there with the different classes and and whatnot and yeah. and how the kind of program functions because a lot of maybe some other school districts want to. Uh, want to utilize what you guys are doing and maybe uh, learn from you because I think it's pretty innovative. We're talking to Dustin Solers from the Park Hill School District. He's a professional studies facilitator. Uh, you can check it out. Just Google Park Hill Professional Studies on Google and you can find out more information about the program. You're listening to Grill Nation here on KMBZ 980 AM. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us. Today. Welcome back to a Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980 MKMBZ. Appreciate you joining us as well today on uh, iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well as at GrillNationShow.com. We can find a list of all of our guests, shows, photos of our guests, and information about our supporters and sponsors. As always, uh, if you like this show, uh, please review it on iTunes and uh, give us some stars. We'd greatly appreciate it. Talking to Dustin Sollers. Professional uh, professional studies facilitator at Park Hill High School and Park Hill School District. Uh, good talking to you off air about some of our guests. You're a listener of the show. We appreciate that. Yeah, and of um, so okay. So you reached out to me to to come speak, and I was, you know, usually I I try not to do this as much as I as I used to when I was a politician because mm-hmm. I used to do it like literally every day. Sure. Now I have to bill some hours and and, and pay the bills, but. <laughs> You uh, reached out for me to come speak to your class or your the group, yeah. Uh, about the you know things you should and shouldn't do in dress yeah. when you're when you're doing whatnot, and it was kind of a interesting thing because I thought I'd show up there and be in kind of a classroom setting. We mentioned it was in, in an office tower, yeah. Uh, and most of the students were dressed up, yeah. And so so tell me about that and that process, and because uh, basically I was telling them ten or fifteen tips of what you should and shouldn't do based on an interview or a first date or whatever, like yeah. going out and. And working and, and, and doing whatnot. And uh, they were pretty dressed up. And they all had different styles. All, all of the students, for sure. Kids these days. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, one of the uh, we seek to teach these kids about professionalism. And, uh, and part of that is that we require them to be professionally attired 
uh, with, when they're with us. So for that first month of the school, they're, uh, those, those kids are dressed to the nines. And we have, you know, the first couple of weeks where we go over basic things like, uh, no, you need to tuck your shirt in or, yeah. you know, uh, stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, so they're expected to dress that way when they come back. And so we told you in the previous segment, they go out into these internships and they come back and see us on Wednesdays. And we require, require it then. And it's kind of crazy because we have some people who are in internships that are not incredibly professional. You know what I mean? Like we've got people that work in, uh, that work with animals or that work in the hospital or mm-hmm. uh, in settings like that where professional dress is not the biggest deal, but they have to do it up when they come back and meet us. So they are, uh, sorry that caught you off guard. No, 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 that's <laughs> great. Uh, I was curious to see you talk about some of the professions your, uh, students are working in this, this cycle in the semester. Sure. So, uh, we have kind of three big strands in the professional studies department. There's a health sciences strand and we have, uh, many students over at St. Luke's North that, uh, that work with some people there kind of getting an idea of what it's like to go into a health field. We have kids that want to be teachers and, uh, we meet them, uh, once, uh, or we meet them in one of our elementary schools. And then this one, the one that you came to are kids that want to go out and do internships. They don't fall into that health or education strand and they want to do something a little more specific. So, we have uh, several partners throughout the uh, the industry, or throughout the community. I'm sorry. Uh, we are at the airport. We are at uh, like Caw Valley Engineering, the Kansas City Sports Commission, uh, any number of places where kids have said, "I'm interested in this," and then we were able to find a partner that was uh, was able to offer that, but as well able to uh, want to take on a high school student and talk about mentorships. So. And how long does that last? So they're going to be there for the rest of the semester. So uh, wow. it's about 14 weeks. They go there for about eight hours a week, uh, and then they come back and meet with us and there's some things they work on kind of so do they actually, the whole do they actually have to take regular classes anymore at Park yeah Hill? yeah so, so this is take english class and uh, <laughs> science and no this is uh this is one block of their day so for most of the kids it's the last block of the day so they go to their regular high school for uh you know up till about one in the afternoon and then they sign out from high school and head to wherever that internship might be so mm-hmm. they're still getting quite a bit of uh quite a bit of regular edge. How do you, how do you get all the uh, business folks involved in this? So a lot of it, uh, when you're talking about the time commitment, that is a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is um, just uh, us kind of going out into the field. So we have uh, 75 or so kids getting ready to start in uh, for the second semester. And so this week I actually said, uh, you've down, already reached out to me to speak again. Yeah. Well, you, you, you killed it the first time. Uh, no, but we just um, redo the same speech. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah. Um, but we are going out and, and that's it. So we just kind of go down our list of students and say, uh, this kid wants to be, a, you know, X. And we say, who do we know? Uh, who has partnered with this in the past? Uh, do we know someone that might do this? And then we hold events. Uh, we put the kids in the fall through a mock interview day. And we invited some, kind of some area professionals to come do that. And then, uh, you know, it's a lot of our parents uh, of the kids that take part in the program. Mm-hmm. We will uh, kind of talk to and say we're looking for someone in this industry or if anyone knows this or if anyone knows anyone that wants to be a partner. Uh, but a lot of times it's just kind of looking around at what's available. And then a lot of times, too, talking with our partners about other people in the industry that might be uh, that might be interested or that might be willing to be able to do some of these things. So. We're talking to Dustin Sollers from Park Hill School District, professional studies facilitator. Uh, Dustin, uh, what are some of the unique things that students are uh, looking to do and, and partner with as mentors? I mean, are we seeing more of a, a movement towards uh, tech? Are we seeing more of a t- typical professional lawyers, doctors, business folks? Are we seeing you know more of a, a blue collar? Uh, what are we seeing out there? Yeah. Um I think for a lot of kids, it's their first 
foray into the professional industry. And so, uh, and, and sadly, we end up with kids who maybe have these uh, really exciting uh, kind of aspirations, but they don't necessarily have the the skills yet to get in there. Uh, so it's a lot of shadowing and a lot of stuff like that. But it, we kind of span the whole thing. We don't have anybody that, uh, you know, dreams of coming out and working, you know, a real hard-nosed blue-collar job uh, coming out of high school. But we have kids in all kind of facets of... And technical fields. And, oh, and, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we have kids that want to be engineers. We have a lot of kids that want to look at uh, design and architecture uh, as, all the way down to uh, kind of tech things and kids that are working with, uh, you know, uh, what GIS systems and global positioning systems and all sorts of uh, kind of interesting things like that. And mm-hmm. then kids who just want to open a business. You know, I want to be an entrepreneur, so please pair me with someone who has opened a business and worked on that kind of stuff because I want to learn everything about small business ownership or management or whatever. Do you guys mostly have speakers come in and talk, or is this or a lot of the work? Uh, you're doing a lot of the speaking and whatnot. About class. once a week. About once a week we have somebody come in, and it's usually uh, germane to something that we are speaking about at that time, right? So uh, if uh, we're talking about millennials in the workplace, we'll have someone come in and talk about uh, kind of that perception. Or if we're talking about business law or ethics, we kind of have our, our district lawyer come in and uh, give a spiel about it. If we're talking about professional dress, we get the founder of a stock company to come in and chat about stuff. <laughs> Who's not in a suit today, like you. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of this happening in the Northland these days because, you know, we, we hear about stuff happening on the Kansas side. I uh, had folks in from Rockhurst High School talk about mm-hmm. um, their programs with STEAM yeah. education and entrepreneurship. Uh, is the Northland similar to that? I know there's a CAPS program up there. Yeah. Um, how's that growing up there in the Northland? And and, and how are you all advancing uh, educational uh, resources up there? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that what we're looking at is kind of a changing landscape of education. Uh, and so kind of interesting how we, we got around doing this. Uh, we had a superintendent four years ago who was of the mindset that every high school kid should have an opportunity to do an internship before they head off into into college. Uh, And so we kind of created the professional studies department out of that. I didn't. We didn't. Uh, I I was not a part of it then. Somebody else did. Uh, And they did a great job. But now we are looking at working with uh, our community to see what's out there. So uh, Park Hill is unique in that uh, we are the largest employer in Platte County, and we simultaneously probably add to the workforce more than anybody else. You know, we graduate somewhere between 800 and 1,000 kids every year that we send out into it. So we're kind of at this uh, fun intersection there where we need employees, and we're providing them at a, at a massive rate. So we, uh, a couple of years ago, started working with uh, the Platte County EDC, mm-hmm. talking about uh, what do we need, and we surveyed 80% of the businesses in Platte County mm-hmm. and kind of hit some skills and looked at things that they wanted to work on. And, uh, and and that's how we built a curriculum around this. How do people get connected to you guys in this program if they want to help out? Oh, they can uh, they can find us on the web uh, through the Park Hill School District at, uh, at the Professional Studies uh, link. Uh, they can email anyone at the district or call anyone at the district. Uh, they can get a hold of me. My uh, email address is, is that something I should go ahead and throw out there? We'll throw it out there. SollersD, as Sollers in Dustin. D at parkhill.k12.mo.us. You can also just contact Grill Nation and we'll connect you. That would be fantastic. Professional Studies Facilitator at Park Hill School District. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it and thanks for the invite the other day. You've been listening to Grill Nation. I appreciate you joining us again this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again soon. Take care.